I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Y'all, some people got good friends at night. I live my life right. Intense. On the edge, on the wire. I'm from the group where friction leads to fire. Stack your bricks, the time is take your pick. Do it, don't. The track, out the Y'all, my life good. I got my peeps in the What's up, dude? going on? Oh, nothing much. Just ate some uh, Pizza Hut wings. What was the bone-in? Bone-in. Traditional. Traditional. Traditional? Yeah. It's, it's, okay. it's still the wing street. Remember that? Of course. Uh, we, we were both working at the 3C Butt when uh, they first started the whole wing street thing. Yeah, I can't remember. Are they frying those wings or are they baking them? They fry them, so the, the whole difference between traditional and bone-in, I mean, they both have bones, obviously, but bone-in is already, like, breaded when you get the frozen chicken, and uh, traditional isn't breaded. It's just got that fried breading. Okay, so they just fry, they just make the skin crisp. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just said bone in and he said traditional. I said yeah. That sounds like you're fucking dealing with a rookie. I didn't know there was a difference. I mean, there used to be. Uh, Maybe there's not more, but uh, 10 years ago, we were fucking slanging saws, man. Yeah. <laughs> I used to walk out of that joint with about five, six hours of wings a night, I swear to God. Oh yeah, dude. You, every night you worked, you took home like eighty or ninety dollars worth of food. <laughs> yeah, dude. They were, they were in the hole just for the amount of food that we were walking out of there with. I don't know if you recall, but uh, I used to just let those suckers sit down in my room. Oh my like, god. Yeah, I recall. <laughs> I'd come home fucking drunk as shit later and just have a drunken, lukewarm chicken wing. Oh, those wings would sit there for like eight hours. <laughs> they're, they're still completely fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, dude. There's so much salt in those bad boys. Yeah. Totally. You let them sit out for fucking five weeks and you'd be fine. Hell yeah. So did you just have wings? Uh, Samantha had a Pizone. Oh. Which I haven't... <sighs> she Actually, she had one... Probably like a month ago too, but I almost forgot. I, I almost forgot about the bazone. Eric, do we have to revisit the bazone? <laughs> I don't like. I don't want to. I don't like the bazone. Now listen, they just bring it away just so they can hype it back up, like wrestling every t- yeah. every fucking couple of months, and then they're like, the bazone is back. Yeah, dude. What so, are you talking about? It was here three months ago. So like. Am I wrong, or when when we were slinging Zaz, it was just a medium hand toss crust that you just flipped over, right? Yeah, yeah. And the, the, they don't call it a calzone because calzones have sauce in it, and they're too cheap to put sauce in it. So it's pizzone. It's a pizzone. It's just cheese, and I think now do they just do the pepperoni? Or they still do like the supreme and shit. No, they do the supreme. She got a supreme. Okay, yeah, Supreme's, the Supreme's solid, the meaties, 
little over the top and the pepperoni is not filling enough. <laughs> a little over top with the salted sausage products. Yeah, just a little bit. Do you remember their breadstick sauce was good though? Oh yeah, yeah. The breadstick marinara is it's it's sweet as fuck. I wonder if it's still that, like still the same one. I think so, man. I mean, why change that? You'd have to be a damn fool. Yeah. Their breadsticks are pretty solid, too, honestly. I mean, yeah, if we're getting into uh, what's solid at Pizza Hut, I'd definitely go breadsticks with some marinara. Yeah. First ballot. Do you remember uh, the Mia pizza? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're getting, we're getting into the weeds now. <laughs> so the Mia was like a discounted rate pizza, correct? Yeah, it's called a Pizza Mia, and like they advertise as some artesian horse shit, somehow using the same ingredients, and yeah. somehow being cheaper. Well, no, remember it had a different sauce, and the sauce was good. The sauce was good, yeah, they had different sauce. So like, we always would make our take-home pizzas with the Mia sauce. And they had a different cheese, uh, the... The only difference was is there's a little cheddar in the cheese. Yeah, well, I don't know if it was cheddar, but there was some yellow. Yeah, there's some yellow in that mozzarella <laughs> mix. <laughs> and then what also what we do with our take-home Zaz is we would get all the ingredients together we were going to put on the pizza, and then we would dice it up real small. Oh, yeah. This would make it more like a... Butch's Pizza Feel or a David Brothers, you know, a Quad City style. Yeah. Yeah, if you dice that shit, it'd make it greasier, but man, it'd make it good. So much better. So much better than your your Pizza Hut sausage nugget. Oh, those nuggets are gross. Those nuggets are gross. You gotta take them, chop them up real good. I wonder if I could order a pizza like this. A take-home pizza type, like Papa Murphy style almost? <laughs> Just, no, like, the guy, so the guy on the phone today was pretty cool. He might have done it. I mean, it's an easy request, but they're probably like, what are they talking about? Chop it up. Well, when we used to do that, like, I, I remember thinking to myself, imagine if I put this amount of care into actually making a customer's uh Oh, God, we, we would take like a half, like the last 45 minutes of our shift... Is us getting our meals together. Yeah. It'd be a solid half hour to an hour for me. Like, I go out and smoke and I think about what what's the best way I can do this. I'd come in high as shit. Just, okay, let's... I wasn't even fucking cooking at the time. You were cooking and I was driving when we were working there. I'd just come back to the kitchen with a big old grin on my face. And I'm like, okay, Eric, show me how to do this. Yep. Yeah, they were good, though. Those were okay. Yeah. Better than my PJ's experiences for free food. Oh, yeah. Well, remember, they tried to, they tried to uh, like, put the hammer down on us and stop us from taking food. And, like, that exact night, the main manager, like, after he gave us this spiel, we saw, remember, we saw him walking out with two pizzas and two two liters. <laughs> And we were like, yes. we were like, Tom, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, shh. <laughs> yeah. He gave us a corporate spiel and then he went back to being a normal fucking pizza man. <laughs> Which I didn't even get those pizzas home. Didn't he drive a motorcycle? He's fucking flying down the road with two pizzas and a couple two liters. <laughs> that's, that's what the saddlebags are for. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the pizza days. Well, Jeff, uh, wrestling. Actually, do you remember Dilated People? The uh, Dilated the, Peoples. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's gonna be the song of the show, bro. Fuck yeah! Did you intro with it? Yeah. Um, worst comes to worse, or worse. I think that's what it's called. Worst comes to worse. You remember that My one? People come first. What'd you say? Worst comes to worst, my people come first. Yeah. 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 Worst. I heard that on uh, like Pandora or Spotify not too long ago. Yeah, Worst Comes to Worst, featuring Guru off of Expansion Team. That was a great album. I wish I could find that. 
So, Jeff, we got AEW Double or Nothing this Saturday. Are you buying? Uh, I, haven't, I haven't looked at prices, man. Uh, well, I mean, what are they like? Are they going traditional pay per view? I think it's expensive. Let me let me see here. I think uh, I think it hurt something like fifty bucks, which is a lot. Nope. Sorry, AW. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm not that curious. I'm still uh, I'm still really like I am tempted, but um. If, yeah, if I was liquid, John, but... <laughs> I'm tempted, but I don't think I have anybody that wants to watch it with me, so that's going to be a bummer. Same here. Yeah. Because so, the traditional round you do is like, hey, you got some couple of friends, you each split the cost, and then it takes it from 50, that big old 50 stack, down to 20, 10, less than 10, you know, depending on how many cats you got. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that is the traditional route. We did that so many times back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, if I could pull something like that together, I'd be... Because I, I am really interested. But I don't think... I'm with you. I can't pay 50 on my own. No. Especially, I mean... The product's going to be good, but you don't know anything about it yet. You know? Yeah. It's just... Is Jim Ross on the call? Oh, yeah. Jim Ross is on the call. Oh god, that's that's it. That's it. That's definitely in the pros section. <laughs> yeah, definitely in the pros. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for it, but I can't justify that. But Chris Jericho's on the card. I mean, they got a lot of good ones. I'm just I guess I'll just wait until the old cable show comes out. But then again, it's like I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to watch that, so Oh, yeah, it is on TNT. TNT Drama. Is that a separate channel? Oh, fuck. What? TNT Drama? Yeah. Do you know Never heard of that. I really hope it's not a separate channel, because I just have TNT. <laughs> like a normal human. Yeah. The fuck is TNT Drama? I don't know. Well, Jeff, uh, we got the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Oh, uh, yeah. Brock Lesnar. Bork Laser. Is Mr. Money in the Bank? What did you think about this? I, I I'm still for it. I was for it when it happened. Uh, I I was going in thinking that uh, Bray was gonna be the one to come out when once um Sami Zayn went down earlier in the evening. Uh, but he had uh. Badgers told me that he's really behind Bray. He's really thinking that was going to happen. So I was I was buying into his theory. Yeah, well, uh, it it did make sense when he uh, when Sami Zayn was like hung upside down, predator style. Yeah, yeah. You you assume that's some weird shit that Bray would do. Yeah, and Braun was denying it. Yeah, they tried to blame Braun. He denies it. I don't know if we ever got to the bottom of that either. That's still a mystery. They didn't, they didn't touch on that at all this week, did they? No, I think it was just implied, like, yeah. No, they didn't. Or, did Zane say something backstage to Braun at the beginning of Raw? Um, I don't know. I just don't think that, like, Sami Zayn ever said who did that to him, did he? Not to my knowledge, no. I think it's just implied that it's the Bork laser rolling through. Huh. But yeah, uh, the Bork Laser is your money in the bank uh, champion, briefcase holder, whatever you want to call. Him. <laughs> I don't know if like I don't know if I'm in love with it, but I definitely give him props for a total surprise. Even though it's like, oh, it's Brock Lesnar again, but I did not see that one coming. No, no, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good swerve. So, like, I'll give him props for that. And then it just depends on where they go from here, if I'll be okay with it or not. If they just put it on, if they put the belt back on him and he carries it for two years and never defends it, then that's bogus. But I don't think, think, like you said, I don't think there's any way they do that. I think they're just going to milk the fuck out of uh, 
him threatening. I mean, especially in the immediate. You saw it on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, they're going to threaten the briefcase every now and again. Oh, I think they're oh, going to yeah. note that for a while. Maybe till SummerSlam or so. For sure. But he did announce that he was like retired from MMA, and then he's coming on Raw next week, they announced. So maybe he's getting back into the swing of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they could use them for Fox when they start their Fox shit. Oh, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm for it, man. Yeah, I thought it was straight. Like, I don't really know who would have... I mean, does it really make sense? Like, was he even in the match? Can anybody just come down and get it? I guess, like, he took his place. He took Sami Zayn's place. I don't know. Did that all make sense to you? No, and Heyman, like, talked about that on Raw. He's like, conspiracy theorists thought that we somehow attacked, like, blah, 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 and then went and used our influence to get Brock in the match. I don't know if he's being sarcastic or not. Yeah. It's a kind of confusing promo, but, I mean, it's classic Heyman. Yeah, it was a good match, though. Oh, yeah, the the Mids Money in the Bank was by far the best match, in my opinion. Even over uh, Seth AJ? Yeah. Really? I think I'll probably, I don't know, You're, it's close, but I'll probably go Seth AJ. But yeah, it was a good match. Baron Corbin had a gigantic choke slam onto that table, baby. God, he fucking almost tore his arm out of socket <laughs> doing that. That was a good one. They had good spots. <laughs> He's starting to win me over, Corbin. Yeah, he's good, man. Like I like him. I, I, he's he needs to separate himself from Drew and Lashley. Yeah, he needs to get out of that fucking vanilla sandwich. Yeah, because that's just ridiculous. We're all sick of that, but uh, he's got good punches. Yeah, his in ring shit's getting better and better, and like he's clearly learning how to get generic heat. From the audience on his on the mic. Oh yeah. I mean, just think think back to the Lone Wolf. Let's think back. Let's let's close your eyes and picture Baron Corbin a year ago with the same dumbass music and long hair, Straggly. just coming out with no fucking character. His hair was so stringy. Oh, he's stringy as fuck. Like he, he's 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 making steps. I like it. Oh, he's came a, yeah, came a really long way. And it's, like I said, the punches drive me nuts. Like, I, I watch the punches, and a lot of people are terrible. Baron's good. You know, the difference between Shane McMahon's punches and Baron's are... Night and day. Night and day. <laughs> so yeah. I, give, I give him mad props for that. Uh, let's see, what, what, what other big spots from that match? Um... Field Balor and Ricochet had something. I see. I don't remember a lot of Balor in this one. Or neither do I. I I, th- I think they were both on top or something, and Ricochet got launched onto a a horizontal ladder wedged between the apron and the announce table. Didn't he? Oh yeah. Oh, Balor, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. And Balor took a hard, remember uh, Andrade, like, did a sunset flip over the ladder? Yeah. And then took a, or Finn took a ridiculous bump on that one. That one looked like it hurt. Yeah, man, that was a good match. Actually, both of them were good. I thought the, the women's, it wasn't as good, but the women's was pretty solid. Maybe I just liked the outcome a lot. I think it's more the outcome. I, I did not care for the women's. The only cool spot, and it was still amazingly choreographed for me, was the Naomi splits when the people hit each other with a ladder sandwich trying to hit Naomi. Oh, yeah. See, I, I can't stand the over-choreographed. No, you forgot about the Ember Moon eclipse, though. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, Ember. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, was the, that was the best spot of the match. Yeah, that was definitely the best spot of the match. But, from, from a ladder on the outside into the ring, correct? Yeah, I think so. It looked good. 
Nikki, there's a couple of ladder biffs in the women's match. Do you recall? Um, no. So, um, Bailey got uh, a ladder tipped on her and got a shot to the dome. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. It hit her really hard in, like, the hip, and it bruised. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, yeah, it did hit her in the hip. You're right. Uh, the one I was thinking of also was, um, it was either Mandy or Carmella, but they were in the ring fucking around with Nikki. And, like, they were going to tip the ladder to, like, hit Nikki in the face. But instead of just a gentle tip that you normally see in wrestling, they just fucking launch the ladder so it comes flying right at Nikki's face. And the, the, the head of the ladder hits her right in the dome. Whew. Oh, yeah, I do remember that one. Like, she wasn't quite ready for it because she was still getting up, you know? Yeah. It's just pop! Was that that was the opening match of the night, right? Yep, that was the opener. And uh, to to end, you had Sonya carrying Mandy on her back up the ladder, and then Mandy just stands on the last two rungs. And I'm 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 about to poop my pants if she fucking reaches up and grabs the briefcase, but she just stands there like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And then Bailey just comes rushing up the other side of the ladder, lightning quick, cat like reflexes and speed. Yeah, and just gives her that face, like, what are you doing, bitch? Uh, Bailey ends up getting the the briefcase, of course. Yeah. Which you're probably right, that's probably the only reason I like this. Uh, yeah, I was, I was totally down with the ending, but besides that, it was just, it was a little too. You know, you had to warm up the crowd and everything and didn't have a lot of good wrestling at all. It was just choreographed stuff. Oh, yeah. There's some terrible moments between Mella and uh, Mandy. Oh, God. Fuck, yeah, there is. <laughs> so, this leads to, we got to talk about, well, first it's, who had the first match? Was it Becky Lacey? Yeah. So Becky, yeah, Becky sorry, wins. Getting a little emotional. <laughs> so Becky, <laughs> Becky defeats Lacey Evans uh, with the disarmor, right? Uh, was it dis? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was disarmor. And then Charlotte marches out and wants the immediate match. Uh, I love how Charlotte has power to. Just completely rearrange the card. Yeah. She wants the immediate match to catch Becky while she's slipping after this. You know, Becky just had a match. Lacey softened her up. And now Charlotte goes in there to try to strike when the iron's hot. Catch her slipping at the ice cream shack. Yeah. Trying to catch Becky slipping at the ice cream shack. <laughs> and, uh, um, ends up winning, Jeff. How did you feel? No, no, don't don't frame it that cleanly, Sauce. <laughs> How'd you feel about that? Lacey fucking came in with her salty ass. And fucking, what is she hit her with a fucking right? The women's right. The corny ass move. You're lucky Becky's selling the shit out of that, Lacey. Yeah. Because she's doing it on a night in, night out basis, taking one on the jaw for you. Risking her beautiful face. It wasn't it weird after that, like after the women's right, uh, Charlotte tried to roll her up, but Becky like reversed it. There was some sort of flub. Yeah, like I thought Becky was gonna. I thought Becky was gonna be Becky two belts right there. Um, and Charlotte won. Um, what she win with? That's. A, I think it's just another roll up. Uh, just a second cradle. Yeah, I think they went back and forth. It was it was an illegal cradle. I think it was legal. It was legal. Oh fuck! Wow. So uh, I told my I told myself I I waited after WrestleMania for financial reasons. I waited to buy a Becky Two Belts T-shirt. I told myself she's got to come fucking through with Money in the Bank. I'm not buying one. 
<laughs> Have my finger on the fucking button. Yep. Nope, not buying any more WWE. Not in the you, cards. You fuck, you fuck that up, not me. Not in the cards. Oh, not in the cards. we got to talk about that Charlotte Mark. Do you remember him? Yeah. I knew oh, it. man, I wanted to rip his head off through the TV. Eric, wants to tell, tell, tell people about the Charlotte Mark. There's this one lone Charlotte Mark, uh, front row, you know, network side, left-hand side of the ring. Uh, I was watching him the whole time, knew he was going to really piss Jeff off. He was, <laughs> he, uh, Charlotte wins, and he slowly sneaks up a sign that says, uh, Charlotte Nine Belts. It's not a big sign. I mean, it's not a big print either. It's fine cursing. <laughs> it was really. He was <laughs> such a mark, man. He looks like, like he's whispering it to you. Yeah, he he whispered it. He was nervous to be that close to the queen. He was so nervous. He dude. was. He, I'm telling you, that's what happened. He looked like he was sheepish to be in the presence of the queen. And uh, he was a total mark. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh my god, that's going to make Jeff so mad. <laughs> <laughs> right after she lost the belt. Yeah. He was quick on the fucking scene. Yeah. Uh, so, Be- or, uh, Bailey comes out. And we have the classic moment where you're in the ring and you're trying to decide if you're going to cash in or not. Which oh, always, yes. which always drives me nuts. It's like you gotta just decide. Like, are you doing it or not? You're wasting time. Yeah, the five seconds you're looking around is fucking seconds when they're stunned. You gotta do it immediately. Yeah, and then even when they do it immediately, the refs like, "You're cashing in? Are you sure? You're cashing yeah. in? You're gonna cash in?" Yeah, it's like a thirty second ordeal. Finally, the bell oh, rings. It's longer than that normally. Yeah. Finally, the bell rings. Crowd's going crazy, and I don't remember how she get did this. Oh, was it was it an elbow? It was a one. It was an eight second match. I know. But... I tried. Pa- I tried pausing at the bell so we could get our predictions, and Eric's like, "Nope, <laughs> just let it ride." I, I unpause it, and then five seconds later, it's over. But like, didn't she drag Charlotte to the middle of the ring and do something off the top rope? Yeah, she might have. I can't remember. I think, I don't know, but yeah. So Bailey cashes in, which this was, like, overall this pay-per-view wasn't bad at all. This was another really cool moment from the pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're probably not happy, but at least it was Bailey. Uh, it's a, it's the happiest of alternatives. Like like you had mentioned uh, to me that earlier this week, worst case scenario would have been we just got the Charlotte and Lacey beating down Becky, and Charlotte's your new title owner with Lacey being a little fucking asswipe. Yeah, a little lackey. Yeah. It's funny because it happened. It, my prediction was true, but completely wrong. It just was backwards, you know? I thought it was going to be Becky versus Charlotte first. Uh, Becky beats Charlotte. Charlotte's salty. Comes back during the Lacey Evans match. Interferes and Lacey steals the title. So it was basically that did happen, but with the wrong people. I mean, are you like Charlotte's just fucking having? Look, start calling her the fucking coffee champion. Yeah, cup of coffee titles. She's racking up these numbers, but yeah, have the title for five fucking seconds. Yeah. Well, she's had she's had good runs in the past, but these last couple for sure. Oh yeah, the, the last two. Yeah, because the big one, the one where she passed Trish, remember that was so disappointing because that could have been a huge deal, and they just shat on it. Yeah. And then they gave her another shitty little little number. I mean, Christ, uh, she's not that old. You got you got to calm down now. Yeah. <laughs> She's, she's gonna. Yeah, you treat her like she's forty-five. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad for Bailey. Uh, the audience didn't like it at first. There's some marks that still fucking hate Bailey for some reason. Really, I thought the crowd liked it. There, there was some booing. Well, of course. Like, uh, when she was getting interviewed afterwards, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I dug. I I thought it was awesome. I thought it was a really good moment. I thought that the Brock Lesnar moment. I know some people that's real polarizing, but I uh, oh, yeah. I was cool with it. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. And then the... Seth Rollins AJ match I thought it was really really good. That was the longest match of the night. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's your classic like main event type match. They they had a getting to know you phase. Which you <laughs> think you think they go they think they go a little more hardcore at the bell, given all the tension they're building up. But yeah, they, they had a slow burner to start. Yeah. It got good. <laughs> they had a get to know you phase. I like that. They, they really did though. No, it was it was a good one, man. It was a real good one. Slow burner, but everything was I mean, it was what you expected, but I think it was even better. Yeah. I liked it a lot. The Kofi uh Kevin Owens match was good too, but I liked the Seth one better myself. Yeah, I think I had mentioned this to you during the pay per view, but uh, like I had set the bar so high for Seth and Rollins or for Seth and AJ. Yeah, I mean, it, it it met the bar. It is the bar. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kofi, I was sleeping on Kofi versus KO because you know AJ versus Seth. You got two money in the banks. It kind of falls in the cracks. Yeah. And. I forgot how good Kofi and KO both are. They they were more high-flying. Like, AJ and Seth were definitely better talented. But I, for me, I just set the bar higher and slept on Kofi and KO. So I like Kofi and KO better. Yeah. No, it was a good match. I'm trying to... Uh, the Roman and Elias match is only 10 seconds. What the hell happened there? Oh, Moving he just... Along. He just... Uh, Roman just speared him, right? Yeah. Okay. I think yeah, it, there wasn't much there. I think the only other thing that's worth mentioning, Ray Ray beats Samoa Joe in another quickie for the uh United States Championship. Which did we see Ray Mysterio at all on SmackDown or Raw? Not that I caught, no. That's really weird. I think Joe had a video. Video package? Not a video package, but uh, a selfie stick. Oh, God. And then Shane O'Mac defeats The Miz by escaping the cage. Yep, fell through his shirt. Yeah, which, like, (laughs) honestly, that match was, like, I thought that match was decent. Yeah. They kept it entertaining. They didn't uh, overuse the door. I can't stand when they overuse the door. Yeah. I think overall this is this is pretty solid pay per view. Oh yeah, we we're we're um you know, the, we we're coming out of a swamp and it's been five weeks since what, Mania? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a good first start. Like I still question the having a big quote unquote big five pay per view right after WrestleMania, but no, the pay-per-view was solid. Like, I don't think I put on big four status, but it is a good-ass pay-per-view. What would you give it stars? Uh, depends what type of shoes you're filling, like I say. A five-star, this is a five-star rating scale. I know, but am I viewing it as a, like, it trying to be a, a main four pay-per-view, or am I just viewing it as a pay-per-view? Um, let's say one of the main ones. One of the main ones? Ah, oh, shit. You gotta give them credit for the swerves. But you gotta deduct for all the fucking eight second Sammies. <laughs> I'd probably give it a three and a half. I, yeah, I was just about to say three and a half. 
Because you'd probably have to give this year's Mania a four, right? Yeah. Or maybe even a... F- I don't know. I like this year's Mania. I give it a four. It's hard to... I mean, Mania is hard to judge just because it's so fucking long. You know? Yeah. We don't need to do the show on the fact that Mania needs to be shorter, but it does. No. No, that, that's overstated, but yeah. <laughs> So that's Money in the Bank. Um, Becky won belt. Becky, Bailey won belt. <laughs> Becky won belt. Zero belts. But I do like the fact that Bailey's the champ. I'm down with this. Um, I'll, I'll touch on her on SmackDown, but yeah, let's get into Raw. Not much on Raw. No, I just want to talk about the 24/7 belt. Uh, it's like the. It's like the hardcore belt, except for the PC era, right? That's what I'm trying to figure out, yeah. Doesn't that what it feels like? It's a uh, false count anywhere. It Still can... don't know if you can use weapons. We don't, but I feel like you could. Get false count anywhere, that's implied, right? Oh, this is the way my buddy at the bar was telling it last night. He's like, since there's no bell in these matches... Like, with the hardcore belt, there's no bell. With the 24-7, there's no bell. You can't get disqualified because there's no official match. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm thinking, too. Because the last couple, excuse me, fall count anywhere matches we've had, there's been weapons. Like, we just had one with Braun and Sami Zayn, didn't we? Like, it, like yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that's a false count anywhere. Yeah, on Raw. Well, no, not that exact one, but like a couple weeks ago, I know Ambrose had one with Drew McIntyre, and there's always weapons. So I, I think I literally think this is the hardcore belt, but in 2019 we're gonna call it the 24 seven. Okay. And I don't think it's gonna be as as focused on the weaponry, obviously. But you know what I mean? It basically has all the same rules. You have to use some weapons, though, if you're gonna if you're gonna play pure pure ambush. Because so far they're just playing Tom and Jerry on us. Yeah, that's, that's true. Gonna, that's gonna run out real quick if you're just gonna have people chasing. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, the first I didn't finish SmackDown. Did anybody? Did it change hands, or does our truth still have it? I uh, got away scot free. He got. He had a couple of threats. I don't know if you saw the beginning of SmackDown, but he's in disguise as well. I did. I saw that one. Uh, he was wearing the wig, and Mella like gave him some glasses. Uh, I I like it. Like it gives something for the undercard and the so-called jobbers to do something, which is cool. Yeah. But like you said, like we can't just have it be Tom and Jerry. But it, that being said. Having the hardcore belt is fantastic for transitions. No, you don't have to fucking overplay all these video package and reruns. Just show some goofy shit going on in the back with our truth or whoever the champion is. Fills yeah. three minutes up nicely. Yeah, I agree. So I'm not gonna I, hate on it. The belt's ugly as hell. Obviously, I was, I was just gonna say, well, what do you think about that sucker? I mean, it's terrible, but. I'm not going to hate on it yet. If they can do this right, I agree. It, it breaks up the monotony in the show. Because it's just so long, man. It's three hours. That's insane. Yeah. yeah, stupid. Wrestling shows used to be an hour. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, Sunday Night Heat was. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if you need more than an hour. Like, two, I guess, is okay. Three is just, like, crazy. For me, wrestling, wrestling's yeah, wrestling's like crack, man. You just want it for a little. You just want the the nice rush, just a couple rails of cocaine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just one hour. Um. Yeah, the belt, the belt's terrible. I'm not huge on the name, but the the, the concept I love. Yeah, me too. Well, what did you What did you think of the promo and how it was fucking? Recepted by the audience. Because we had a marquee audience, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, they gave him nothing. 
He just he was sweating, man. He got fed to the lions. He just they made the, he fully made the announcement. You know, falls the belt was already hanging out. Yeah, he accidentally let the belt hang out. <laughs> uh. Yeah, they gave him nothing, man. It was it was hard to watch. They they were booing him. Yeah, but at least like when he did unleash it and put it in the ring, that first little segment wasn't too bad. Except there was a couple times where people missed their spots and there was guys just standing in the ring, like clearly could have grabbed it and didn't. Yeah, just yeah, looking, at, just looking at it like, oh, what do I do? That's what I'm saying. Like, they still have a party just chasing, and we, we can't do that. No. Like, obviously, they're they're going to be chasing him, but, yeah, we need sneak attacks and broomsticks to the back of the, to their back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Al Snow style. Yeah. I think... What does everybody want? I think it'll get better. I think they're not they're not stupid. Like they know they can't just do the run around. I would assume. My my buddy thought it's not going to last more than three months. <laughs> He's not thinking there's much longevity on this. No. Also, he was filling me in on some uh, history with the hardcore title. I did not know this, but here's some two tidbits. The first hardcore belt was Hulk Hogan's first WWF title. Yeah, I've heard something. Was was one of them one of Stone Cold's too? Yeah, yeah, the Smoking Skulls belt. Yeah, it was the later hardcore belt, and uh, he said you can you can see it if you look in the back. You can see the fucking snakeskin. Yeah, I've heard. I heard the Stone Cold. I didn't know about the Hulk Hogan one. That's cool. But the Hulk Hogan one was literally taken out of the trash and is a piece of shit. Like you've heard wrestlers mentioned this over the years like that belt was literally like falling apart yeah yeah that's a little fun fact about the hardcore title um now that we have a 24 7 title 7 11 so we'll see how it plays out but i'm not gonna hate on it yet no i'm just gonna hate on the belt itself yeah we got another stupid lars sullivan idiot I'm at the point where I'm fast-forwarding all, all Lars Sullivan. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm not here for you, dude. Um, Roman and Shane start a little thing. There's not much there, but we is that coming? I don't know. Uh, something's brewing. Yeah, they made a match for uh, Super Show. Or Shane, I guess, kind of did. Super Show. <laughs> God, the Super Show. Are you gonna watch that? I mean, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna watch it, dude. I have to see Goldberg versus Undertaker. <laughs> I cannot. It's like a car crash. I cannot miss that. Oh, it's why would they do that? They don't get along at all, man. It's gonna be so. Matches, yeah. It just doesn't mix at all. No. It's going to be so old and so slow. Uh, my favorite part of Raw, I don't know if you got this on the Hulu cut, uh, Usos vs. Revival. No, so yeah, tell us about that. Uh, it was just a classic uh, tag team match that just kept building. You thought each team was going to win. I mean, it's a non-title match. Uh... Ended up, Revival got an illegal, legal pull-up, uh, not an illegal pull-up, an illegal roll-up. Like, you know, with tights. Oh, got the tights, huh? Got the tights. This is a great match, man. They gave him some time to work. Yeah, so I didn't see that one. That, yeah, that sounds like I missed a good one, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to start trying to keep track of the wild cards uh tonight we had Kofi Roman and uh Iconics who were in the next segment which was Moment of Bliss yeah and Peyton Royce's ring gear is fire do you feel me it is it's got the flames on the pants it looks old school as hell really yeah pay attention to it next time 
Okay. I'm still Which, mar- one's, which one's Peyton Royce? <laughs> the, uh, the, the, uh, brunette. The darker haired gal? No, no, no. The really dark haired one is, uh. Billy? Yeah. A little, a little lighter hair. Okay. Which I'm still, I wish they, like, I wish we could see. Well, they had a match, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they had a, they had a six woman tag. Yeah. That's what came with this. Oh, it was was made official by the McMahons, Jeff. Was it? Yeah. Whoopity-doo. Yeah. Uh, Alexa was just having a coffee on the outside. Becky. Becky was taking out some fury. Yeah. Nikki was at her side for no goddamn reason. Just because it's the UK, I guess. Well, no, she's still at... She's at Alexa's side. Did you notice that? Yeah, the... but then she volunteered. Yeah. Like it was gonna be a one-on-three at first, and she volunteered. She's like, "I'll play with you." Yeah. <laughs> she said in some creepy fashion. I, I can't remember how, but it's something like that. Yeah. So yeah, she's they're still aligning Nikki with Alexa. Which which is that's that's pretty comedic actually. Yeah, they had her. Why? Yeah, they had them together at the beginning of the moment of bliss. Yeah, yeah Nikki was just kind of creeping Alexa out, just like standing all close and shit. Yeah, that was funny. But yeah, check. I'm still, I'm still marking out on the iconics. Check out the ring gear, bro. It looks old school. Hell yeah! I mean, I hope they get some more play. This, yeah. this tag team title went to shit. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're like you know, like we've said, they just won't make it serious. They, they made the commitment for WrestleMania so they can get all the claps and all the pats on the back, and now yep. Iconics take it. We don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, they they had even though I liked that title change as a you know as a fan, but they had the perfect opportunity to make that a legit title with Sasha Bailey and hold it for for a long time. Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. What else? Uh, the only other thing I had was, um, we got another Firefly Funhouse, but, I mean, the extended intro was cool, but we didn't get much else. So I think it's time for this thing to move forward. I don't know what they're waiting on. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm still, I'm still super hype about it. I'm not hating. I'm just saying, like, we didn't get much more. I mean, yeah, why, why didn't you give us a short one if, if you're not going to fucking bring him back like next week or this week? Yeah. I think it's time. We need to see him in the flesh. What's he going to do? What's it all about? Yeah, and are the kids still wearing sombreros? Yeah. <laughs> I did like the kid playing the xylophone. Like, totally. Oh, uh, yeah, well, well Orf, Orf Glockenspiel. Is that what that's called? What is that? You want to be fancy. It's just a fucking xylophone. What'd you call it? An Orf Glockenspiel. Oh. Glockenspiel's uh, just a, basically the metal xylophone with metal bars. Like if you saw bells back in the day when we were playing percussion, that's most likely a Glockenspiel. Huh. It sounds like a gun. Like I know a, gl- like- a Glock is a gun, but it just reminds me like I'm getting I'm get I'm gonna get the Glockenspiel. It's German. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Orf is uh, just a uh, fucking nerd out real quick. Orf is just a classic uh, education technique for music ed that involves uh, like a lot of use of xylophones and like people improvising and kids improvising. It's meant for grade schoolers. And they <laughs> always come in those little wooden boxes like that one was because it helps reverberate the sound. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so when that kid was playing it, and there's a little kid playing it too, so that's immediately what I thought. I'm like, uh, <laughs> completely useless knowledge for the average fan. I apologize for that tangent. Yeah, well, no, not completely useless. Maybe it has something to do with this whole thing. The or oh, how did you say it? The Orf Glockenspiel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,. I did not get to see SmackDown. I got to see the intro. I got to see... How did it start? Uh, it started with Shane oh. and Locke is doing something. 
No, I think it started with the new... Or no, maybe it did. Yeah, it did. But then well, it's... like this show actually started with Shane and Elias talking. But yeah, it started with New Day. Yeah. Big E's back, which was cool to see. Probably not yeah. wrestling, but back to talk. No, they... they said he wasn't medically cleared. He's medically cleared to sniff, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got to see the Carmella uh, R-Truth thing, and that was it. So, anything else? Um, we're running out. I'm running out of time here, and my phone's dying. Oh. But is there anything else that we need to know from SmackDown? Yeah, SmackDown took the cake this week, dude. Well, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it then. I ran out of time. Um, Mustafa versus uh, Almas was a good match. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that was a really good match. Okay. Uh. We had uh, Sami Zayn versus Kofi Kingston, uh, and Kofi ended up winning that. Heyman comes out and teases a briefcase, and then Eric, then it gets interesting. As much as they guess it, it comes from behind and attacks Kofi. Attacks Kofi from behind? Yeah. Ooh. Let me see. Who was in the ring at the time? Zayn and Kofi? Zane's out of the ring. So uh, all, all the new day got uh, Biggie got attacked early in the night, and he claims it's by KO. And then Tom Phillips claims that Xavier's taken Biggie to the uh, medical facilities. Oh, uh, so Kofi's out there solo. So Br- and Heyman's just teasing a case. Bray? No. No. Cool. KO. No, I'll just tell you. Okay. Our buddy Dolph. Oh, where you been, Dolph? Where you been? That's cool. Did he look the same or did he change the look? He looked the same. Still got the cool hair? Yeah. That rad... Well, this was dry hair today. He's just wearing a little zip-up and some jeans. He's got some of the best hair in the business, Jeff. What's that, Eric? Later on, he comes out, still no music, just walks out, and he gives a very impassioned promo, where he's on the verge of tears. What's he he's talking like, about? He's just explaining why, uh, why he attacked Kofi. He didn't say anything disrespectful about Kofi, but he said, uh, this started when Ali went down. And Kofi got inserted into the elimination chamber and came out a star. That should have been me. He just keeps repeating that should have been me and like close <laughs> to like tearing up and shit. Ends up he uh, basically challenges like Kofi's not out there or anything, but he basically challenges Kofi to a title match at the Super Show. At the Super Showdown. Yeah. Oh. Great. So you think it stops there? You think this is the the next feud? I think it'll be a good feud, man. Those are two grizzled bets. No, I think it'll be good too. I'm just wondering if that's the direction they're going. I'd be down for it. Oh yeah, oh, that's uh, cool. I wonder where he was all that time. One more thing. Um, yeah, I don't know if he was injured or what, or if he was contemplating going to AEW or. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, one more thing. They uh, showed a 15-year-old video package, Eric. This is a, this is the best video package I've seen in years. <laughs> Hyping up the Triple H Jordan match, because I think they're having one of those at Super Show. Yeah. And they took us back to 2003, Eric. So if you go back and watch SmackDown, you got to make sure to watch this video package. Was Creed's music... Was there music by Creed? No, no, there there wasn't any Creed music, but damn, they 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 showed you the fucking history of Triple H versus Orton, and we missed a lot of this shit. Oh yeah, and it's a good feud. Well, Got me hyped. I'm definitely gonna check that out for sure, and I gotta check out the uh, the Ziggler. Uh, one more thing is uh, during SmackDown we have a Lacey. And Charlotte tag versus Becky and Bailey. 
presented to you by Golden Crab. Join us for Endless Ribs. Ooh. So you said it was Lacey and Charlotte versus who? Becky and Bailey. Huh. And uh, Bailey and Becky had an exchange beforehand backstage. Uh, Bailey interrupted Becky's interview to say, I know you like Becky two belts, but Bailey two belts has a nice ring to it. Becky's like, you better watch your tone because when we're done with then, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you and I'm coming for that title. Damn, bruh. Yeah, so we'll we'll sass from Becky. Oh, yeah. Brought to you by Golden Corral. Join us for all-you-can-eat ribs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's basically it. Then you had a main event. Roman versus Elias with Shane out there. You can imagine how that goes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to guess they... It ends in some kind of schmoz with Roman getting beat up by those two ass clowns. Eventually, uh, <laughs> Roman uh, fights off all the distractions and shit that Shane's doing and uh, gets a spear and a win. Shane immediately attacks Roman. Uh, Roman turned the tables on Shane because I guess Elias is just stunned. And Roman's about to attack Shane with the guitar, I believe. And then D-Mac comes out of left field with a Claymore. Of course. Wild card. Of course. <laughs> I like the Claymore kick, though. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah that's it. So you, you're giving SmackDown the, uh, the win overall this week. Definitely. All right. Well, I'm and they, they have the hardcore title mixed in, like I said, so. Yeah, I saw the beginning of that, but not at the end, so that's definitely... What did you gonna I, say? I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I didn't have anything. What were you going to say? I was just saying, can I just call it the hardcore title? It's easier to say than 24-7. Yeah, well, let's just call it the hardcore. I'm fine with that. Okay, WWE hardcore title. Yeah, that's SmackDown. I'd give it a solid three, three and a half stars. It was, a, it was short and entertaining. Then drag on, it's two hours. Yeah, you know, I don't think I don't think anybody needs three hours of wrestling, Jeff. No. Uh, fact, no. If we went down to one, I'm telling you, man, you can do it in one. They used well, to do it. It's a simpler time, and I'm a simple man. The news today. Cause I'm a simple. It seems my life. Kind of man. Is gonna change. Should we outro with simple man, or should we outro with Creed? Choices I wouldn't suggest, but... <laughs> well, it's already going. You don't even know yet. The Creed with arms wide open. And on, uh, on that note, everybody enjoy AEW. Double or nothing. If I can get somebody else to watch it with me, I might buy it, Jeff. I don't know. Double or nothing. The name of the pay-per-view of the price. Ah! Brothers in town this weekend, so we might have time. We might have to go to Lowe's. Who knows? All right, Jeff. We'll do it next week. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. I said. Okay.
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.